name is Haley McCormick, and I'm here to welcome you to the Bridge Daily Podcast. Today we have Emma Blake here uh, sharing a January 2nd devotional with us out of the One Year Bible. Uh, how are you doing, Emma? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. What passages do you have for us today? So I'm going to be reading the Old Testament passage, which is Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through chapter 4, verse 26. But I encourage you, if you have a one-year Bible, to read all of the passages. And if you don't, I would definitely recommend you reading Matthew chapter 2, verses 13, to chapter 3, verse 6, as well as Psalm 2, 1 to 12, and Proverbs 1, 7 to 9. Now I'm going to get into our Genesis passage, starting with verse 1. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened, and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord among the trees. Then the Lord called to the man, Where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit, and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, What have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied, that's why I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust, as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. And you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. And to the man he said, Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you. Though you will eat of its grains, by the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and to dust you will return." Then the man, Adam, named his wife Eve, because she would be the mother of all who live. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. Then the Lord said, Look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take the fruit from the tree of life, and eat it? Then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the Garden of Eden, and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the Tree of Life.
Now Adam had sexual relations with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to God. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry? the Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, Let's go out into the fields. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, Where is your brother? Where is Abel? I don't know, Cain responded, am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, my punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord replied, No, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain had sexual relations with his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Then Cain founded a city which he named Enoch after his son. Enoch had a son named Irad. Irad became the father of Mahud. Jael. Mahujael became the father of Methuselah. Methuselah became the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women. The first was named Ada, and the second was Zillah. Ada gave birth to Jabal, who was the first of those who raise livestock and live in tents. His brother's name was Jubal, the first of all who play the harp and flute. Lamech's other wife, Zillah, gave birth to a son named Tubal Cain. He became an expert in forging tools of bronze and iron. Tubal Cain had a sister named Nama. One day Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, hear my voice. Listen to me, you wives of Lamech. I have killed a man who attacked me, a young man who wounded me. If someone who kills Cain is punished seven times, then the one who kills me will be punished seventy-seven times. Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. She named himself Seth. For she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel, whom Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. So that's a heavy passage, but I wanted to focus on a few points um, that stood out to me in this passage. First, I want to talk about the encounter that Eve had with the serpent. One main thing that I noticed was that the serpent didn't try to straightforwardly convince her that she should eat from this tree he instead he planted a seed of doubt in her mind saying did god really say that you would die and that's kind of the moment where eve fell into that temptation you know if i was eve and someone tried to convince me to eat it i don't know if i would have been as moved as if someone doubted my relationship with God and I think that's the real reason why 
Eve did eat the fruits because she doubted the word that God spoke to her. And then as we move on, we see, you know, because of this act, the world, you know, becomes fallen and filled with sin. And later on, when she has children, it's evident that they're living in a fallen world. Cain gets jealous. He lets anger overtake him, and he ends up attacking his brother. I think it's important to remember that anger and harboring unforgiveness can really cloud your judgment throughout your life. And you need to make sure that you have self-control in the situations and you shouldn't act solely on emotions because you'll make mistakes that you'll regret later. And so that's all that I have today um, for this passage. Well, I'm going to hand it back over to Haley. I just want to thank you, Emma. Thank you so much for reading that. There was a lot of names in there that were challenging to read. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to thank you for coming out here and reading that. Uh, I think what you said was very important about, you know, not harboring unforgiveness and not to let our emotions overtake our actions is something that, you know, we all need to work on and grow in. But I'm going to have you pray for us, and then I'll close this out. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for everyone who's listening right now. I just pray a blessing over them as they go throughout their day. I just ask, Lord, that as they face temptations through life, that they'll turn to you and rely on you before they rely on their flesh. And so I ask God that if anyone here is harboring unforgiveness towards someone else, that you can help them just release it and be set free from the bondage that they're um, tied to. So again, I just want to thank you for everyone who is tuned in today. And I pray that um, they will just see you evident in their lives. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again, Emma. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back at it tomorrow with day three of January. Uh, I hope you guys have a blessed day.